Sh- talk normally. Levels. Talking talk normally. more. Talking more. Talk normally. I'm talking normally right okay, now. Okay, there it is. Okay, now here's me. Here's talking me talking normally. Talk more. Here's me talking. No- here's me talking normally. I think we all sound great. Keller, you talk normally. Hi, it's me, Keller Nobwark, and Sounds I great. am talking normally. You guys ready to talk about this normal movie? Yeah, it's a normal, like normal one. stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is great, man. It's so good to see you in person. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're the only person that ever tweets me or, or messages me uh, on Instagram every week like, like, hey. I'm doing this. <laughs> hey, great job. Oh, they're listening to it? podcast. I don't yeah. even get that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even get that shit. So that's cool. This is my brother, Josh yeah. Lodi, on the podcast. Yes, yes. Go ahead and introduce your, him. Your, your brother messages me. Yeah, he messages just, him. To just show me a picture that, like, he's listening to it. I haven't heard from him in I the last like three months. And then well. he just showed up on our doorstep and he's like, let us do an episode. <laughs> and I'm he's here. like, fine. I'm okay. Here. You owe it to me. Yeah, I do. There we go. I do. So we're going to do this episode. He made a trip. He did. My brother from Texas, Josh mm-hmm. Lodi, is here. <laughs> what are we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me is my good buddy, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hi, Hector. And our special guest and today. listening audience. <laughs> has already been introduced, but I'm going to let Keller introduce him one more time. He is our number one fan. Mm-mm. Farthest traveled. Yes. Yes. To Farthest be, oh, traveled yeah. guest. Uh-huh. Coming straight from the heart of Texas. Longest hair, sorry ladies, who's been on the podcast so far. I think that might be accurate as yeah, well. Yeah, most luxurious hair. Yeah. Best rock climber. Easily best rock climber that's been sorry, on the podcast. Sorry, Alicia Malone. <laughs> yeah, we know you scaled Everest, yeah. but... <laughs> but <laughs> Just kidding, that was pretty amazing. Sorry, Jay Washington. Yeah. These people are incredible climbers, not as good as Josh. <laughs> I haven't scaled any mountains. <laughs> it's different. Bouldering's different. <laughs> But Keller, uh, you mentioned that this is your bro. This yeah, this is, is your my brother, brother, Joshua Lodi. Who's on the podcast. Uh, AKA Josh. That's what I call him. He's my brother, though. So Some none do of you call me Josh. motherfuckers better do it. Yeah. Yeah. Some do. Okay. Some do. So I want to know, Keller, did you just like against his will book him for this weekend because you knew he was visiting or like, well, did he I ask knew you, he did you ask him? Visiting. And okay. I was like, that'd be great if there was an episode open so, and there happened okay. to be an episode open. And you just did it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> nobody had booked this movie, yeah. surprisingly enough. Yeah. The deal is my favorite number is 447. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. He said, whatever it is, I do not care what movie it is. Just give it, it to no me. Matter. <laughs> it worked out That's, that they are brown, but. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. That did yeah. work out. Yeah. We should maybe explain that on the podcast <laughs> that your brother Josh is brown. Oh, yeah. Joshua Lodi. <laughs> Yeah, think about it. Yeah, think about it. <laughs> think about it. We'll give you a second. We'll give you the yeah. You know, John Smith mm-hmm. is is that guy, and then mm-hmm. Josh Lodi. Also, mm-hmm. we did a Pocahontas puzzle this weekend, and we removed John Smith from it. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. Did you you get a picture of that? Oh no, I don't. I, think Josh, I did. you got a picture. Can you send that okay. to Keller, please? Yeah, we got to post Thank that you. on the because for the pod. This morning uh, we were cleaning it up. Abby was just putting it away, and I was like, "Wait, did you take a picture of that?" And it had already been like half crumbled. She's like, "No." I'm like, "Ah, okay. I think we'll I saw do Josh it again. do it. We'll do yeah. the puzzle again." I was like, uh, jokingly, I was like, "Just, just do it again, real quick. I need to take a picture of this <laughs> 500 just piece puzzle, this puzzle in five minutes to remove the the three pieces that were John Smith. <laughs> yes, we were on a vacation out in Joshua Tree. Yes, we did. By four Thomas Kincaid Disney puzzles. Yes, yes. We had a get great the fuck off my Saturday back. night. <laughs> yes, we did. It was glorious. <laughs> so uh, I think I, I think I'm in the same boat as you guys. Like I've never heard of this film. No, that we're about to talk about tonight, Josh. You know how this works, right? Two traditions. Keller's going to tell us what movie we're talking about, and the second one is by the end of an hour from now, little less. 
it depends. Gonna, hey, it you depends. know what? Whatever. We're not gonna we're not gonna put a leash yeah. on this thing. Yeah, this could be as long as the yeah. tenth vignette of the movie that we're talking about. Could exactly. be exactly. That's know, really short. Two minutes. Take whatever. me to grandma's. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> End. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to grandma's. <laughs> Take me. That is the last line of this movie. Mm-hmm. Take me to grandma's. I, Fade I to did black. tear up when he said that. Really? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I was annoyed. But it's powerful. It it's is poignant. It is. It is. But man. Yeah. But also. Okay. Just right. kidding. We should so, get into so, it. Yeah, let's get What's into the it. Movie so, well, you're going to tell us in a second, but the second tradition to remind Josh is that we're going to ask him <clears throat> to pick a movie, any movie in the world. Any and movie, it can even be the one we watched today. It can be the one we watched today to exist on our list, our new list of the 500 greatest movies of all time that we've been compiling by asking our wonderful guests. So, Keller. Josh uh, was telling me the other day, is like, it makes me mad when people come on and they don't know about the traditions. <laughs> Legitimately. <laughs> Legitimately. To all you out there who are not listening to this right now, I hate you. Hey, to every person who I has never you. listened to this podcast and might come on to it one time, uh, thanks for that in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. But yeah. get your shit yeah. together. Get your shit, shit together. Listen to, get guys, to this every is quality episode. tent, dude. Yeah. <laughs> We're slinging tent like crazy over here. <laughs> Keller, what movie are we talking about tonight? This 447. Woo! I should have looked up the pronunciation for some of these names. We're just going to we're just we're just going to try. 447 10 2002. Director Abbas Kiarostami. How do we feel about that? Very good. Okay. Well, <laughs> a kind of Iranian, Marion and Jeff. They spell Jeff with G-E-O-F-F, <laughs> so I'm already never going to watch that movie. <laughs> Abbas Kiarostami's tin is as minimalist as it is thrilling. Thrilling? Mm. The conceit is simple, colon. Ten conversations between Manya Akbari and or a twice-married Iranian woman taxi driver. So she is a taxi driver, yeah. even though I Unclear. don't really think that's accurate. Mm. Unclear. And her passengers over 48 hours captured in long static shots from a digital camera secured to the dashboard. What emerges is a fascinating mosaic of the role of women within a repressive regime. Regime. <laughs> My voice went different towards the end. <laughs> and it got scary. Because you're talking about Iran <laughs> and the way that a British man would talk about that country. Exactly. Yes, exactly. They would not take to our colonialism at all. <laughs> we tried making many a colony. <laughs> so, guys, how do we feel about this movie? Well, Just the movie kidding, we I don't watched, know anything about the history the, of Iran. <laughs> the movie we watched is the movie 10, T-E-N, although when the movie opens, it's like the number 10. That's mm-hmm. kind of how it visually shows With the, the digits title. one and zero. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. And then it had that little beep, beep, that little movie thing that you see when you go to like an IMAX and then it goes like... And it counts down. Yeah. Nine, eight, seven. That's, that's definitely eight. everybody's point of reference yeah, is when they go see IMAX. IMAX movie. I do, that yeah. is what it sounds like. It doesn't actually say the number, <laughs> yeah. but when it shows the number, that... <laughs> Ten, nine, eight, seven. It's like a floating Coke and you're like... Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time to get popcorn. Chill yeah. out, guys. Uh, so the movie Ten was two thousand two. Um, was a a much beloved like foreign film. I think to various like festivals around the time it was released. But I had never heard of it, 
And uh, when we started it, even we were like, is this a documentary? Because of how minimalist and sort of the style of the movie. So this is, this is the movie that Josh came over to watch tonight. Also, I just want to let everybody know, too, Keller and Josh went to Disneyland all day. These guys are tuckered out. in Joshua Tree the, like, yeah. two days before that. Exactly. It is 1130 at night. I we're, feel good. Okay, good. Okay, good. We're, we're going to knock this out. We're going to talk about this movie. We're going to talk about Josh. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But let's get our overall impressions or overall thoughts on the movie 10. I like this movie. I don't ever need to see it again. It's one of those. It's one of those where I was like, I really, really dug. It's also too real for me to ever watch again. Bro, we're going to get into it because I I have a feeling a lot of people that are going to be listening to this will probably not find this movie and watch it. We had to do like a special Amazon Prime. But actually, it's actually very easy. If you have Amazon Prime, you can get a free seven-day trial to either Mubi or Fandor, two made-up companies. Okay. (laughs) Uh, You can get a seven-day trial to either of them and And watch this movie. Here's the thing. I'd say it is worth (laughs) watching. I agree, yeah. Josh? Here's the thing about what you're okay, saying. Okay, Josh is going to say the thing about what I'm saying. Every time you've said this on... Every time I've said this. <laughs> an episode. Yeah. Yes. I go and I get the free service. Yes. But I never cancel it. I have um, $100 a month probably <laughs> in these reoccurring... <laughs> All right. Here's what we're going to have to do. Got to cancel I'm going to start... I need y'all's people to get a hold of my people. <laughs> okay. Well, next week's episode, I'm going to be like, hey, guys, anybody who signed up for Fandor, <laughs> go ahead and cancel that free yes. trial. That's smart. Please. Okay. We to can remind jackasses listening to, to our podcast, apparently. To, no, Just busy for 10 years. That's true. To remind I Josh still, and like, everybody. I put way too much money into this podcast just in the subscriptions I haven't true. canceled alone. True. Yeah. I have yeah. stars. I yeah. have Sundance yeah. can now. You, can you get rid of those? I can, but Please. we use them so, so but much. But just get rid of them because like most of the time, I should be able to get it on Netflix through the mail on a disc. True. Which people look at me like I'm crazy that I still have, but like it's, it's like helpful. We have a podcast. You know, and a bunch of our guests that we've had the past few weeks and our upcoming ones. Like, they have the movie themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, next week, we're looking at High Fidelity with John Ronyotis. I texted him. He has it on DVD. Of I'm course. like, great. You'll bring it. You'll bring it. So, um, but we'll remind you, Josh, to unsubscribe Please. from certain things. I'm the same way. I, like, I still have, like, Marvel Unlimited, and I don't read Marvel comics online. I haven't digitally. And, Wait, and you don't like Marvel? I love Marvel, okay, but I haven't, I, had time. I haven't had time. I had, like, <laughs> used to hate DC. I had, C- <laughs> I, hear. I, hear. I had CBS All Access for a whole year, even though there was no new Star Trek. I had it for a whole year, and now there's new Star Trek. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna keep it. Like, they're putting so you weren't like Trek. catching up on Two and a Half Men. No, I was not. All right, you could have been. I was already that's, caught that's up. That's time wasted. <laughs> it is. Oh, it that's, was, that's on me. That's, that's on me. I but, got out of there. Or I only got in once Sheen was gone. Yeah. <laughs> once they got the kutch in kutch, there. Once, the, once you put the kutch, oh, I'm in. Man. I'm locked in. I'm ready to watch Seriously. this sucker. I'm like, thank you. I don't know why he's not on Big Bang Theory yet. <laughs> yeah, bring the kutch. His oh, country man. accent. I do like the Ashton Kutcher. Um, did end up becoming Young Sheldon, though. That was a good, that was a good <laughs> casting choice. <laughs> so uh, this is a good movie. I never need to see it again. I'm glad I watched it through this podcast. I'm glad I was exposed to it. But um, it uh, it almost borders on like not even a real movie, almost because of how minimalist and experimental it is. To where I'm like, I it like it almost feels. Well, well, we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But those are my overall thoughts. Is like I think this is a good film, definitely worth watching, and it was surprisingly relatable. Even though it yeah. was about a woman, which mm-hmm. I am not, who lives in Iran, which I do not, uh, who is twice married, which I have not been. Super, super relatable. <laughs> yeah, I'm up to six now. Yes. So it's like I cannot relate with that. <laughs> I have uh, dulled those sensors. Yeah. Those are my it's thoughts. Feelings. Keller, overall thoughts. Uh, I also enjoyed this movie. I also never need to see this movie again. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it was very interesting. I think it. I. I. I'll call it a movie. Okay. Uh, at first, I was like, "Is this a movie?" I was only getting, because yeah. it's shot on two digital cameras. Yes, but and that, that's it. And and I was getting. I was. Almost I did getting, appreciate the minimalism, though. I was almost getting um, vibes like flesh. Where I was like, I think this exists on this list because it is so different than other movies that that's the thing that people remember as opposed to the quality of the film itself. Do you know what I mean? I think the quality of this film... It holds up. Or I think it's it's way better than Flesh. For what it is? Like this has... For what it is, like what this movie set out to do, it Mm -hmm. nailed 100%, I'd say. I agree, yeah. It's incredibly interesting the way that they did it mm-hmm. i didn't like it at first and then by the mm-hmm. end it's like oh okay i do like that they're not showing me this person ever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh it's very interesting yeah and i did relate to it way more than i wanted to than i expected to, to it, i i get mad when i relate to any movie in a negative way which is so many movies so many movies what'd you think of this movie man uh yeah um i probably won't watch it again mm-hmm just because there's no need to, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really hit any particular genre that I like, I guess. I yeah. don't really know, or lean towards. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting how, uh, as bare bones as it was, we still didn't really know anything about most of what was going on, yeah. at least with the lady that was driving most of the time. I was way more into it than I thought I would be at 9.30 on a Sunday Same. night. Yeah. I thought I was going to be fighting sleep, and yeah, I didn't at all. No. That first Same. scene was good. It was. Mm-hmm. And it, and, and it, the first scene was, so in case you guys aren't familiar, it's like Keller was describing earlier, 10 vignettes, if 10 short scenes. If you guys aren't scenes. familiar, go ahead and rewind this podcast when I read it in a British <laughs> accent and then... Explained it. Yeah. The first one was, we're not going to break down every single one, but the first one was like uh, a woman in her car, we hear her. The camera's pointed at the passenger seat. Little kid gets in. Little brown kid. I'm like, I look like that kid when I was that kid's age. Like, just gets into the car. has a little bag. He's getting dropped off in the pool. They're speaking Farsi. Real indignant look on his face immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're like, okay. And and then this scene is, starts to go. You and get it's, immediate little shit vibes. He's a little shit, but he's, Come to find he's out. the child of divorce. And in Iran, it seems like that's not that common and his mom is kind of yelling at him. And I was getting like my mom yelling in Spanish vibes. Even when, here's here's my personal experience with Spanish, the language. I love it. I love my family. But when my mom would like s- say things to me when I was a kid, Spanish is much sharper than English. And I would tell her, I was like, that sounded mean, even though I know you didn't mean to say anything. It's just like, it's just like, mijo, ¿dónde estás? Sharp, sharpness, right? Mm-hmm. Versus English, which is like, honey, what are you doing in your room? Are you okay? Are you fine? And it's this rounded. Anyway, um, she's she's kind of yelling and the kid's getting dropped off in the pool in 15 minutes to drive across town but or whatever. But it takes a half hour to get there. This yeah. kid knows way too and much about how long it takes to yeah. get places. yelling at each other and she's like, I'm happier now that I divorced your father. I'm happy. And he's like, oh, mom, please. I've heard this again and again. You're just going to blame. You're going to blame him. You're going to say that he's at fault and all this other stuff. And and it, and we were all, all three of us on the couch. Keller, you summed it up. Three children of divorce. Yeah. We're talking about it. And we were like, this is too real. Like, yeah, we were like, like we've this all is, done this. We've all heard Except this. I was mm-hmm. never as indignant or I never talked to my mom that way. Never, never talk back. Yeah. Like, never that to that extent, at, at least at, definitely not at that age. There was a couple times. Nods, lots of nods. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> just Lots of nods it. and just so many just like, Ugh. It's like, <laughs> mm. 
Uh, <laughs> a bunch of home improvements. <laughs> like the kid doesn't understand what's happening, yes. but also the mom needs to be way yes. more aware mm-hmm. of what, the fact that. To, no. sh- yes. Like to sum up, they this is fucked over that kid's life forever. This is what time. was happening in the scene and in a couple scenes afterwards. But this, cause this was my experience He's too. In three scenes. The kid is. Yes. The mom is in a therapy session. But it's just instead of a therapist, it's her son in the car. Yeah. And we all three of us were like, you need to stop. He's like 10. Like, he's not and equipped. we were all like, oh, yeah. Asking not him equipped. such adult <sighs> questions about her own relationship yeah. and stuff. Like, what would you do yeah. if you were me? You're like, what? I'm seven. Yeah. Yeah, all the relationships your seven-year-old has had. Yes. yes. Telling, telling the child that in this particular culture, the only way for a woman to get divorced is saying that your husband is a murderer or a drug addict. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's abusive. And just straight up putting that lie on and trying to justify it at the the same time to your child, not to your friends, not to your family. And it's not like, yeah, that kid doesn't, I guess, know the extent of the societal insanity. No kid does. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. And that kid in that scene right before that happened, he, he, again, he called her out because he goes, you lied about him at the, at the trial. Mm -hmm. She's like, what are you talking about? He goes, you lied. You said he, he's on drugs. Mm -hmm. And then she like, There's like, no way to just get a like divorce said, unless yeah, that's happening. Had to explain that. She's like, she's like, can you imagine a woman having no freedom and having to do that? And we, as adults, we're like feeling for her, but also this kid like can't, mm-hmm. you know, understand it. And the kid the whole time was acting out because of everything that's happened in his life. So he needed to talk to a therapist and she needed to talk to a therapist. And instead they were yelling at each other. Yeah. yeah. So we were just like bummed. Yeah. We were yeah. bummed out and yeah. we were like, cause it's like, I've never yeah. seen a therapist yeah, I, and yeah. oh, man, boy, oh boy, would I have been in, on board with that as a child. Uh, <laughs> sure. Let's go talk to this adult. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, it'd be better than talking to nobody. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It, it would be, we but as kids, we don't know. That's true. why we're just like, we barely talk to each other about it. Cause you think it's normal. You think, Oh, this is what life is. And mm-hmm. This is the way normal families are. Mm-hmm. Just imagine, are you an only child? I'm not. I have a sister. Imagine that kid was an only child. child. He has no one to like with another kid to like break this down with. Absolutely. So he's just on his own with little kid head, little kid brain, processing all this. He was a smart little kid though. He's definitely smart. It seems like only children are like yeah that way. Yeah. Sometimes he clearly was picking up on stuff that like. Well, he's also just listened to his mom and dad have conversations. Yes. Yeah. We were asking, "What's this kid's dad like?" Because he was the way he was, he was kind of speaking to her, asshole. he called he her a lazy her, coward. He never yeah. got out of the truck. He never got out of the truck whenever yeah. the kid was leaving. The dad, his presence, he would stay in the car. Yeah, and we would see it from the inside of the car. And we he was an see. asshole the entire time in yeah. those interactions too. Yeah, the mo- the mom was mom. like, "What time do you want to bring the kid back? You have to bring the kid back." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like no fucking shit, dude. I'm wondering like, if that <laughs> was a language barrier that particular uh, a, the way that, that he was responding that lost in I translation that might have been a lost that's a it, good it might because yeah. again we did see the movie with subtitles it wasn't like dubbed over yeah. or anything and and yeah. there's always stuff like that that gets lost in translation mm-hmm. there's always you know so different, you said different also things. it might have made that because he responded the exact same way the second time also, as well. not intelligent mm-hmm. but you know articulate yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so yeah you're right josh that that exchange between the mother and father of the kid was the same both times mm-hmm. where she goes, what time to bring it back? And he said, you have, you to, have to instead of like, like 10 or the whatever. normal time or, or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. that we're losing. Yeah. And then like you said, Keller, um, the translation and the subtitles, the way that the kids lines were said in the subtitles, we're reading that as complete, perfect sentences that are very articulate. observant and articulate. And we're not hearing the kid like stutter or, or speak like a kid. So we're like, damn, this kid is smart. It could mm-hmm. just be because we're reading it in and subtitles. Also the kid just be 
kid could Well, you just can see his face, too. You can yeah. see how his body language is. He knows what's up. That's what made me think it was a documentary, because this kid gets in the car, and I'm like, he is so good that this is, is acting. They're all great. so good. They really are. But like for even the, the prostitute that we kid. never even saw. Yes. Just her voice only. And the way laughing. that she would laugh at the questions mm-hmm. that were, she would snicker at some of those questions that she mm-hmm. would ask. Do you ever think like, of oh, sins? <laughs> Yeah. Do you love any of them? Do you ever fall in love with any of those men you sleep with? <laughs> and it was a scene right before this person gives a ride to a woman going to church. Church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like an old lady. The older yeah. Lady. And the old lady's just like, yeah, I'm just going to pray and I hope that all your wishes come true and all I can do is mm-hmm. pray. And-, and that old lady was just like, had to have been a real old lady. Yeah. And, and all of the stuff that's happening outside of the car has to be real too because mm-hmm. like i feel well, like they're all interacting it's like no turn left oh watch out for that bottle mm-hmm. oh, idiot you just hit the bottle mm-hmm. oh hit the bottle and then the again. interactions from the viewers driving next to their car oh yeah you it's the same like, fucking, the do you want money okay yeah. here go away <laughs> yeah well and, like the other like, people driving. in the cars and they'll just like see that there's two cameras attached to the Looking dashboard i'm guessing and they'll like roll down the windows like what are y'all doing yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that element of the movie was always really like really interesting and it made mm-hmm. it seem really real and i had to look it up i'm like how did they do this and i found out that they had it was it was there was a lot of improvisation happening in each of these scenes which makes perfect sense but it is based upon her life it's based upon her life with her real son and i still don't know if that kid is her actual real son or like an actor oh, kid yeah, i, don't I still don't know um, and cause like even it on Wikipedia, we never will. Yeah. <laughs> cause that I mean, sucks. on Wikipedia, first of all, the movie's like how old now? The movie's 16, 17 years old now. It's, yeah. it's like 20 years old almost. Yeah. Um, I don't know what month it came out. Like on Wikipedia, it doesn't even list the actors and characters. Like it doesn't have them credited. I, I guess I could look it up on IMDb or somebody who's listening to this right now will just like tell us like, yeah, that's her son or mm-hmm. no, it's an actor kid. But, um, it, they, they, these actors, would have a, from what I understand, a general idea of what the scene was going to be. And then they're probably just driving around and like figuring it out. And that's just crazy. emotional beats. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And they were good. It, it was the, so the, intense. The prostitute scene especially was mm-hmm. like the way that they're like bouncing off of each other and, and really as actors listening because the whole pre- premise of that scene was she this prostitute just gets into her car at night. Thinking and the pros- it's a man. Thinking it's a man picking her up because maybe she stopped or whatever or... It's unclear. Maybe the main woman did intend to pick her up. And I started talking it about that it. Way. It seemed that way. I started talking about it while we were watching the scene and it's at night. And it's like a, a, one of a few things is happening. Maybe this um, Iranian woman is gay herself and is like figuring out her sexuality. Because even though, yeah, she's been married twice and mm-hmm. it, this, it, it's in terms of sexuality and homosexuality, it could be like a repressed culture. So she's like, mm-hmm. maybe I'll just go pick up, you know, whatever. Because she was asking her questions. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, sorry. No, no, no. You can get out. It yeah, was yeah. like, hey, let me talk to you about what she wouldn't let her out And she wouldn't, wouldn't stop. Up. You wouldn't let her out of the hey, car. Hey, can you go and stop and let me let over? Hey, stop and let me over. And she's like, she just like mm-hmm. wouldn't even mm-hmm. acknowledge yeah. that. She's like, and she's like, like okay. Well, what around. about the fact that you're doing this? So this, the second option is like she picked this prostitute up specifically with the intent of like asking her about sin and grilling and, her. She probably maybe like as a response to mm-hmm. her earlier conversation with the religious woman. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and after that scene, the religious woman was telling her too, like go go to this 
uh, church, go to this mausoleum, go to this, go to this place. And then when she picks up this other woman later in the film, she's saying, so I started going to this mausoleum. So it almost is like, you know, even though there was a There's description. There's like little baton passes, yeah, but they're not completely with, not connected. With themes yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even though some description said, it was a magazine said it was 48 hours. It feels like it's longer than two days. It feels like it's. It's maybe they shot it in two days, but it feels like this is over the course of a few weeks. Oh yeah, because the kid is, is like, uh, yeah. decides yeah, he's this, not he going like, to his grandma's that like, many times. Yeah. He like runs away, and then uh, and then later we learn like he's living with his dad because he said he wanted yeah, to go live with. This his dad. is not so, over the course of forty eight. Yeah, hours. so so time is progressing. So yeah, so maybe this woman has found religion, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she's like trying to help this other prostitute woman because she kept saying, "How old are you?" Man, How old she are you? Was just being really, or not even found religion. Yes, just like man. I don't even know. Just yeah. like really, mm-hmm. maybe she needed therapy, and that's well, honestly, that's also another. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's, it was. She was definitely doing it more for herself than yeah, anything. Definitely that. Like, it was very interesting. That I she, think that for sure because she, in my opinion, she was being judgy towards the prostitute. Totally, totally. Uh, and she would even smirk, and the questions that she was asking were almost for herself to mm-hmm. feel better about herself, mm-hmm. just to like. But she was never getting there. Because and then the girl prostitute deflected it in such a way that every it's single like, time. It she was sure you don't realize that I have power over my life yeah, and you have no power. She was sure of herself and the driver mm-hmm. was never once sure of herself with their child, with her sister, with mm-hmm. the other stranger, with the older lady who she was learning religion about, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Every single person that got in that cab was sure about their situation except for the driver. The except main for the lady. driver. Yeah. The main, and and mm-hmm. the status change was really interesting between the driver and whatever, whoever her passenger was in each of the scenes. In the opening scene, she has the higher status because she's like yelling at her son because mm-hmm. they're, they're hashing it out True. and she's like, I'm the mom. And then the next one, it's her sibling. It's her it's her sister. Her sister, and yeah. She's telling so her she's dumb. She still, needs to forget still about the both, guy. Yeah. Still has higher status. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to the scene but where But that sister's still taking way less shit though. Like yes. She's like, uh, yeah, turn here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's true. Well, adult to adult. Adult, adult to adult. It's yeah, it's de- that's what I'm saying. But it's, but yeah. it's, it's, it's a mm-hmm. very interesting to see the mm-hmm. dynamic change. She goes and picks up, just to give her right, that older woman who's going to the church, that older woman had a way higher status. Mm-hmm. Because like you're saying, Josh, that older woman was sure of herself. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I lost my husband. I lost my 12-year-old you're son. You're not going to do anything to, to change to, to, Yeah, and, she, and that older woman was the one that was changing the driver. She was like, you should do this. You should do that. And mm-hmm. she was like listening. Cut to a couple scenes later. Uh, the way that she's bringing some of that religion to the prostitute. And then what the prostitute says to the driver, where she's like, your life is controlled by men. You put you, you cling to you men. Cling mm-hmm. to men. And then what does the driver do? She listens to that. Yeah. She takes it to the scene where her sister gets in the car, starts crying because her, her husband or boyfriend of seven years just left her. Like she just got, she just went through a breakup and the, like, and maybe, I don't even know, like minutes this is the of first hours time before. they've interacted yeah. regarding this breakup. And this mm-hmm. breakup happens and the driver, instead of like, like we were all sort of saying, being maybe more comforting, she's very much like, you don't need that man. You don't need him. You've been clean to him. Being, why are you crying over this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and we were like, at first we were like, dang, she's being real mean. But then I was thinking... This guy could have been a real piece of shit. This this could, this is one of those things where like you have a sibling who we you're have like nothing. What's that? We have nothing to go off of. That's, that's only, true. That's, that's the, the only truth. thing that yeah. kind of sucked. Is yeah, because we were st- we started to kind of make this image. But that is about also what makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the but fact we were that being you are filling in so super much. judgy to yeah. one person though. <laughs> it's true. And to the dad, just based on her one interaction to s- stories we don't know the other side. But of. that's what Absolutely. the point of the movie is. It kind of was. You're supposed but, to. It's. I bet this whole movie is like to see. Where how a person comes down on either side of each 
mm-hmm. discussion. You know what yeah. else? Like, is, who do was, you side with in that? Mm-hmm. And like, even in the beginning, you side with both the mom and the kid. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, for like the kid is being a little shit. Mm-hmm. Like he but, is a real asshole. But, but like he I was, has I, every justification to yeah. do any of that. Mm-hmm. I was siding like with just, him in the very next scene because the driver's sister was asking her about her son and the way that the mom was describing like how her son sort of yells at her all the time. I was like, yeah, but the sister's not seeing how you are with him either. Like, I'm like, it's it's so interesting to see how characters will, or people will talk about other relationships in their lives when like that other person's not there and how they Mm -hmm. frame it and how they're Mm -hmm. like, well, he yells at me, says I'm a bad mom. Listen, right. Says I'm a bad mom. She's making him sound like he's just some normal little Mm -hmm. shit kid Mm -hmm. and he's not a normal little shit Mm -hmm. kid. And she knows that the sister knows that. Right. It's like, well, what he's saying is what you need to do is you need to just go let him live with his dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you need to let him realize that his dad's a piece of shit on his own. Absolutely. Otherwise he's never going to. Absolutely. Yeah, which, uh, which I thought was pretty real. It's <sighs> so <laughs> we we can uh, we can get into it or we cannot. But but there was a bunch of stuff in this movie to relate to, and yeah. and and for me personally, and I think you know back back to us all of us being the children of divorce. That's the thing that was surprisingly relatable. It was it like knowing the premise of this movie, knowing that it was going to be a woman driving around Iran. And I was like, okay, this is going to be about like what it's like to be a woman in this country, which you have a, as an American, you have a vague understanding of from some Iranian women, but more from like movies and TV and the news and all of this and just awful like stuff. stories about like, yeah, um, they weren't the right to drive. They yes. Like just look at in news stories. Yeah. Right. Look at this. Look at, look at what, look at what these, uh, women from Iran are doing. These here. women are dancing in the yeah. streets cause it's this, illegal. This is why. Yeah. Whatever. I don't remember um, where that was. So two things for me, as soon as the movie starts, I'm like, that? I don't remember dancing in the streets because it was illegal or because yeah, it women was aren't allowed to dance. So yeah. they're just dancing it's in the protest. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. great. That's a great protest. I can't remember where that was. It's, it's a, it was a new story called the movie Footloose. Oh yeah. It was the movie Footloose. <laughs> True. Yeah. John Lithgow was there. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He's like, women of Iran, no dancing. <laughs> Shut up, Lord Farquaad. Yeah. yeah get out of here. <laughs> uh, but uh, two things happen. This movie starts and I go, Iran, like I would have expected, honestly, reminds me of Mexico. Mm-hmm. The, the cars, the way that the people dress, even though this was shot in 2001, I'm like, yeah, this looks like this could be Mexico today, yesterday, 10 mm-hmm. years ago, 20 years ago. Some of the some of the streets, some of the, you know, just like the vibe of it. And, mm-hmm. and just, just from seeing it from the inside of a car out makes me think of places like Ensenada, Tijuana, Mexicali, uh, Rosarito, the places I kind of grew up visiting where I have a lot of family. Um, that are not the most wealthiest places, but like, you know, that's what it reminded me of. And secondly, it was that children of divorce. It was that opening scene where she's just unloading like therapeutically to this kid. And I was like, stop, mom, mom. That's what my mom did. That's what my mom (laughs) did for better or worse. She also did not have, you know, somebody to talk to about that stuff. And um, coupled with a bunch of other things in the movie that were really interesting. But that's that's what I got. Mm -hmm. What about you guys? Similar. Mostly from dad, though. Mm. Like... 
Mm. Our dad would be way, I don't, I mean. Go for it. I mean, for me, <laughs> I'd be like one-on-one with my dad and he would just basically just be like. Oh, I'd get I it. Do all I get it from both. I do all, yeah, definitely uh, from both, but. I, I'm getting no help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the straight blame portion, mm-hmm. I would so much say, came way game. more from the dad side. From dad, yes. Um, but I mean, like both, as far as like the therapeutic, like just sharing on feelings both with ends, the kid. Definitely. Got it. Definitely. Um. But just like it would almost be like the looking for answers from your child side <laughs> came way more from dad for some reason. Interesting. Or just also like because he like framed himself as a teacher the entire time. Mm. Like yeah, I what I say is correct, mm-hmm. and so now this is what you should do. Mm-hmm. And so as a kid, you're like, um, but he told me to do <laughs> this. Right? That, is that wrong? Is yeah. that wrong? And so yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything you taught, you grow up thinking your childhood is normal. Yeah. And it it, it never is. No one's is. Mm-hmm. Unless it is. It's and then all it's about like, reference. fuck those people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. And even if your childhood is normal. Just kidding. You guys are great. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's it, it, the interesting thing for people who have like, quote unquote, normal childhoods, parents who stay married, no trauma, whatever, whatever. The interesting thing for them is that when they get older and meet regu- other people, that they have that realization of like, oh, oh, oh. Okay, and sort of how they deal with that too. Someone's like over the holidays, like I always feel bad when I see pictures and people love their family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, oh, I'm so I have to I have to fly back to LA. I'm how do miss they mom look so dad. happy with their yeah. family? What? <laughs> it's like I have no candidates like that. Yeah. No one, no one snapped that while yeah. I was home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Why is everybody in pajamas, matching pajamas in yeah. front of the fire? <laughs> they're they're hanging out on purpose. Exactly. That's, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, I do that. I, I, I do movie night with my dad and, and, and I'll pretty much also just watch movies with my mom. That's, that's the thing that, that it's, it's uh, you can sit there in silence for mm-hmm, two hours mm-hmm. and they can comment on the movie. There's yeah. something for them to talk about. They don't have to go into <laughs> the shit storm that has been their entire life and, uh, how it affected you your entire life. Exactly. See, I haven't yeah. figured out how to avoid that. Mm. The things that you are saying, I don't, I what don't, do you mean? Oh, I, just watching movies? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, was, I also, it's, It doesn't happen. No, yeah. it doesn't. It never happens. It doesn't. It sounds nice. There's been so many times where I've sat down to watch a movie with my mom. Thankfully, it's been something I've seen before. That's normally how I try to do it, just in case this happens, which always inevitably does. Something in the movie, 5, 10, 15 minutes in, will remind my mom of something, and then she's having a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. And like, then she wants the to movies. know what happened during yeah. the movie for the 20 minutes you were having yeah. the conversation. Which is usually, I'm like, let me put on the subtitles. So I'm like half like talking to her and half like reading to be like, okay, 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 got it. So then she's like, oh, anyway, that's my story. And then she'll go back and be like, so Miko, what's this? What? I'm like, got it, got it, got it, got it. Let me catch you. That's <laughs> nice. always, that's usually what happens. But nice. I needed to know way more about their relationship with her ex-husband. Yeah. In the, the movie 10? father. Yeah, it's but you can just tell by the way that kid is talking to her. Like mm-hmm. he's learned some mm-hmm. how to real, talk to women. How to yeah, how <laughs> or he's learned how not to talk to women. And he yeah, is. that might well, I guess it would definitely be because of his dad, but also because of every other man in the whole country. Yes. also true. Yes, that's, but that's like the other observation I was making was it. it that it, sounds like the way like. Someone talks to their anyone disrespectfully mm-hmm. talks to their wife. Though. Mm-hmm. Yes, it like, does. He was doing this great, this great, um, like uh, 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 did uh, Iranian like people. <laughs> they talk with their hands the way that like Italians or Mexicans do, and they ha- they have this great thing in Iran where like they're when they're making mm-hmm. a point, they'll turn their hand like this, and yeah. they kind of make like an L shape mm-hmm. facing out from them, 
and bring their hand up and do this like L shape to be like, what is it like as a, as a like, what about this point? Mm-hmm. And even the little seven year old kid was like doing it. Both yeah. hands. Yeah. Well, the mom time. mostly. That yeah. frustration the, was so uh, real. It's, I mean, my old man does it too. Yeah. My brown dad, my yeah. brown dad does it too. <laughs> and I do it too. I do the, I do the head tilt. Uh-huh. And uh, like that one for sure, and the, like the little eye roll. That's great. It's absolutely a brown, a uh, Pakistani or Iranian or whatever That's type awesome. thing for sure. That's awesome. I will, you know, throw the hand up sometimes, but it's mostly the head tilt, <laughs> the quick nice. head tilt. It's thing. a great little emphasis. It's yeah. a great little thing that, like, this little nonverbal thing that that different you know cultures around the world do, mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, uh, man, there was something that reminded me. Oh, this is what I was going to say. A thing I picked up from the movie was uh, it reminded me of the machismo culture in Mexico, the way mm-hmm. that men and women relate to one another, the way that the culture values men versus values women. So I, I there's again, none of all, that in America. Uh, there is, there's, <laughs> it's, it's hidden. It's like, not, yeah. it's not hidden, but that's, it's hidden in daylight. That's the difference. That's exactly. the difference is that it's not hidden, but everybody in the U.S. acts as though it's hidden. Americans Where, Yes. <laughs> Whereas in Mexico... It's not hidden We're on and nobody, the thing, so. nobody acts like it's hidden. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but, but, but at least in the United States, there is way more, I don't want to say freedom. I'll say awareness is the word I like to point to the United States, way more awareness of, um, and it's interesting why that is of why, uh, of, of the systems in place that benefit certain people. There is awareness whether or not the country can change that stuff, that's the work in progress. But like, there are people that call that shit out every single day. And that kind of stuff doesn't happen as often in, um, in other countries, including Mexico. And the proof is like, you know, when, when, um, when I was seeing, uh, people talk about that kind of stuff in movies and in TV in the United States, I would, you know, change a channel and watch Mexican TV. And it was like incredibly sexist still. And like, in, you know, a couple of years ago or whatever. That's what happens when also religion is so implemented into the it is, yes. friggin' uh, it is. government and just and, society. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it is here. Culture. It's it, it, the same is true here, but that's also kind of hidden as well. True. You know but I mean? like it's not as overt. Catholicism as it is, is yep. a completely different. Yep. Totally. Not even completely different. It is mm-hmm. different though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like and, American Christianity and, and all yeah. that other stuff. Yeah. And it depends on the part of yeah. American Christianity. Do you guys think that the movie 10 deserves to be on the list of the 500 greatest movies ever made? Um, Actually, maybe it does. Okay. Okay. Because of what it is. It's so interesting. There's a bunch to talk about from this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We didn't even talk about one of the most powerful scenes when Mm. she, that woman takes off her headscarf. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's talk about that. The fifth vignette is a woman gets into the car and I looked it up on Wikipedia just to confirm because we were like, wait, did we miss her once before, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. That, that, that's the fifth one. And then I think she's also like the eighth or ninth one. Um, she comes back, but um, woman gets into the car and it's unknown how she's related to the driver. So it's like kind of unclear. I don't know if it's on what purpose. What happens the it's, first time she gets in the First car. time she gets in, it's like she's she's being driven somewhere and like and then like she gets kind of dropped off and like left oh, in the she car. She's the one going to church, right? Yeah, or but she or maybe getting picked up from. But then she was mm-hmm. talking about like basically like having like wanting to marry her boyfriend, even though her boyfriend kind of doesn't want to marry her, sort of a thing. That that was mm-hmm. a conversation that was being oh, yeah. had. Cut to the next time she shows up, and it's it's kind of more of that same conversation. And then at, by the end of it, well, she's um, like, "He left me." Yeah, 
Yeah. And by the end of it, uh, the driver asks the woman, you know, how come your hijab or how come your, your, your covering is so tight? You know, why are like, you so modest? Why are you so modest? You're very it modest. It doesn't suit you. Yeah. 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 And then so she like slightly moves it and we can see that she like shaved her head down to like fuzz, like super, super short hair. And, and the driver, we only hear her at this point because the like, camera's. You cut your hair? Yeah. She's like, and then she's like, it suits you. Why? Why did you do that? That's so. But she was like complimenting her, and, and the she woman started even crying. Respond. She just like closes mm-hmm. her eyes and looks down and just and she's starts ca- crying. She's kind of like mm-hmm. shrugging her shoulders, and she's like, I don't know, I don't know. And yeah. it it feels like it's 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 kind of any kind of control, at yes, all in that control. Situation. And it's it's like a fresh start, and it's, it's the same reason people get their hair cut, you know, in our oh yeah society. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same sort of reason that she was just like, I'm just going to sort of start over, haircut freedom or, mm-hmm. or control over this part of my life or whatever. Yeah. And was it was powerful. Scene. Really? I think so. I yeah. think that might've been like the most, I don't know. Her reaction was insane. Incredible. She said like yeah. one to two words. Yeah. And, and then, then she just like heard crying and like barely shaking her head mm-hmm. and looking down mm-hmm. was, it was, it was very, very good. good. Yeah. I think the most powerful scenes were that one and the one, the first, the first one was scene. The kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause we were like, Whoa. And, and then that last one did hurt. A little bit. <sighs> Take me to grandma's. Oh boy. Because every single well, time the kid gets in the car after the kid has moved in mm-hmm. with his father, it's he like goes, Take better. me to grandma's. Every yeah. single it gets a little bit better, but yeah. it ends up with the kid saying, Just take me mm-hmm. to grandma's. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to be with his mom Except because he thinks his mom ruined his life. Except yeah. for that time where he was like, When you pick me up from grandma's, don't forget to bring my Hercules tape. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he was like and we were imagining. And I was like, what is your Hercules? This? And I was like, yeah. hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you Keller, you were like, I'm on, I'm so on board with you, kid. Exactly. Yeah. I was. <laughs> except for he was such a little asshole. Hercules is I good. So bad for his mom. Yeah. But at the same I don't know who to feel bad for, to be honest with it's you. Yeah, so, man. That's like, the I was, thing. That's I was the thing. Such a, my Everybody needs everyone during that movie. Every, We're all human beings. Everybody like I wanted everybody. to slap him, but at the same time, yeah. there's no. I wanted to hug him. You know, exactly. Yeah. The kid. I want to slap him and then hug him. Yeah, because he was way more aware than he should have been. Mm-hmm. I want to do but. the same thing to his mom. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. Because the fact that she's trying to get some answers out of a eight to ten year old child yeah. that is her own, yeah, means that she needs to be slapped and hugged. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just it's just like just to reach out to her, and also the thing of like, why are you why are you driving around at night to maybe pick up a prostitute mm-hmm. to like to like try to make yourself feel better? Well, apparently yeah. she like, might be a that's taxi the vibe driver, I got. but I don't think yeah. she was. A taxi well, picking driver. up that woman mm-hmm. that was the vibe I got was, mm-hmm. it was intentional to make mm-hmm. herself feel better in yeah. that moment. That is, which I, yeah. which I believe it. I believe it. It's 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 happened to. It's a it, human moment it where is. someone mm-hmm. like and it happens well, to us. Well, at least us. I'm not bullying. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Bullying. Yeah, it is. Um, wow. There was also another thing that happened while we were, <laughs> while we were watching the movie. Maybe because it was getting it was, it was a little bit late. Well, actually, not to get confused. We're very pro bullying. Yeah, <laughs> super. I I feel like I don't know if I have room in my top 500 for 10. But like I said, I am really glad I but watched it. Deal. It I ended up being really any good. Any Iranian yeah. films? I know, and I feel like Maybe. that stuff needs to be represented in a top 500 film. Yeah, we can't just come into it with. That's our, true. And this is something that's Boy. not mm-hmm. that's not a Western perspective of Iran. That's a key thing. Yeah, that it's like exactly. it's their a perspective. Real, this is their a, filmmakers yeah. talking about their uh, culture, culture and country. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, yeah, then absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah, because this is this and has it's critical almost. It is. Just, oh, totally. Well, it's very much so. Definitely. Totally. Of well, yeah, absolutely. This which is. I don't know how well received <laughs> that kind of stuff is. I know. 
No, I know. I know. It's uh, no, that's uh, that's I wish all. I knew anything about anywhere else. Is yeah. Iran the place that just recently in the last few years women were allowed to get their driver's license? Uh, well, she was driving was around that, in 2002. Yeah. True. Maybe, maybe so, that was be, I think be. that might Saudi be. Arabia, I think yeah, it was. That's that sounds Um, right. but uh but still, I mean, it's all it's it's those kinds of conversations are are the ones that are happening mm-hmm. in places like that and and a movie like Slumdog Millionaire has a lot of good stuff in it in terms but it is of still a British but it's dude. Danny Boyle directing it. It's a it's a British dude. It's a you know it's a big Hollywood production. It's not even like a Bollywood thing. So yeah, in that regard, I would give it was it, decent or though. even yeah no I like oh, it. Yeah, it's that a movie great movie. Is great. I just didn't like yeah. that dance number at the end, but that's still very Bollywood. That's Bollywood. Mm-hmm. Josh, what do you think? Ten, the top five hundred of all time, or or no? Oh, man, I am gonna g- agree. 100% with y'all. Okay. No, but I'm yeah. super glad that I got to watch that. Okay. And okay. I'm not even saying hard no. You're saying... I'm saying I don't know enough yeah. to maybe say, Maybe there's other... Because I do think that I need to yeah. broaden my horizons sure. as far as foreign film goes before I go making a list of the greatest films. I hope time. there's other uh, movies from Iran on this list yeah. that we haven't gotten to I yet. Wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. But like, wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they're... Because <laughs> this is from Empire Magazine. Yeah. Um, another fun thing that we ended up doing, and I, we, I didn't plan on doing this, but like, I was asking you guys to read the subtitles along with me and do like sassy Southern voices and it was really fun and funny, it and was, it matched and it up a lot. It made me wake up. Yeah, it did a little a bit. bit it brought me back into the movie, and I didn't. It didn't like take anything away from no, the emotional no. gravity of the season. Because we would like, it was very funny. Yeah, we'd be getting into it, like doing our voices, and then something emotional would happen. We all get real quiet yeah. <laughs> and stop doing our other voices. It's true. And then someone would just. Jump back into yeah. it, yeah. like yeah. it was good. Start reading a lot. Like when the driver was talking to her sister, and her sister had just broken up with her guy. She's like, "What are you doing? Just this is silly. Like, why are you crying right now?" I'm and, just upset. <laughs> I didn't want him to leave. Or do, we're just you're just clinging on to too many men. That's all you're doing. Yeah. Just clinging on him. Like we're trying to be southern women, and <gasps> Keller was really like crying and like really selling it. And then Josh, you were playing the kid. Yeah, and oh, that was real fun. The dad was really fun. Too. Yeah, yeah. The dad, like you have to. I was like, <laughs> what time should I? I was like, you as the, you as have. The, as a driver, I'm like, what time should I bring him back? You have to. I know. <laughs> Daryl, but what time should I bring him? You can have him until 1030. <laughs> <laughs> can he stay? He can stay. Can he stay? You okay. have to. Okay. <laughs> can he stay the night? You have to. <laughs> you have to. Some of those, you guys in your um, very good Texan accents, because that's where y'all are from, yeah. would read a couple lines and I was like, damn, that's hilarious. <laughs> the way that you would pronounce a certain word, I'm like, damn, that's so funny. And again, the whole time we're still very aware of what's happening in the scene, what the emotion is. Because a lot of the scenes are, they're not super emotional a lot of the time. It's very slice of life. It's like mm-hmm. them driving around. It's like, you know, we'd be like, hey, hey, come on back Turn out of there. Here. Turn left here. Watch out for that pothole. Mm-hmm. Like this very like... <laughs> oh, you hit the pothole, oh, you, idiot. You hit the pothole. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them. While they're, while they're talking about their lives or whatever. So um, um, I could buy them as siblings. That was very funny. Yeah, too. She was like, oh, watch out. There's a pothole and you hit it. Oh, yeah. And then you're going to hit it again. Great. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. And the car moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. The camera moves. Yeah. That stuff was really fun, man. I so love that pothole. That, that, <laughs> I think it was interesting, though, that we were even doing these Southern voices to make it more and more, quote unquote, relatable well, that's what, to like, us. I was seeing yeah. the subtitles. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I was hearing in my head was a southern accent. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> we were just doing it <laughs> out loud. All we say it out loud. But to me, it reinforced... <laughs> see subtitles. <laughs> to me, it reinforced how relatable the themes of these stories are, it of these characters. Pan's Labyrinth for me. Just having the southern accents in my head. Oh, time. really? <laughs> reading kidding. the subtitles for Pan's Labyrinth? In yeah. a southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hi, I'm, I'm uh, the... the oh, man. The, I'm the fawn I'm of the labyrinth. <laughs> man, that, yeah. that would be so hard to do. Yeah, it yeah. would be. That would be so hard Let's do it. Let's put on Penn's Labyrinth oh and read God. it in Southern accents. Right after. Hey, y'all, this is the Spanish Civil War. <laughs> I'm mad. Shit's going to get sad. It's going to get real sad. I'm the thin man. I'm going to eat you. I got hands for... I, I got, got eyes for on my hands. hands. I got eyes on my hands. Watch out. I'm Does so this skinny. this food look good? Mm, my face looks like Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, reading 10 subtitles in Southern accents... Yes. Uh, was relatable, universal. Like you could do this movie with similar stories with any group of people around Andy. the world. Yes, and it and it would still. But the, what I was thinking was, you could do this again, but you could never do this again because Ten did it, and it would be such True. a blatant ripoff. Like mm-hmm. you could never do this as a filmic experiment again because Ten already. Because you were it. saying it'd be hilarious if we just did it. Yeah. Like if one of us just decided we were driving around and yeah. had 10 conversations. Yeah. And I was asking you, Keller, what your 10 conversations would be. I'm like, Chelsea would be one. I'm like, you never drive me around, but I'd hop in the car with you yeah, yeah, yeah. to do a conversation. I'd be like, why are you in my car? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Take me to take me to work or whatever. Okay. Like, and then for 30 minutes and then we do like a, 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 a scene. I'll get a whatever. taxi. That'd be fun. Okay. That'd be really fun. All right. We got to get two digital cameras. Yeah. It's a movie anyone mm-hmm. can do. Mm-hmm. You know, like two phones, two digital cameras, whatever, and maybe microphones. But um, it was amazing yeah. how natural all the performances mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was again one more time incredible performances by actors. Some of them not that experienced, but like they crushed it. They mm-hmm. they they just absolutely floored me with how real it was. That I was like, this is a documentary. Nope, it's real. It's a film. That's why I'm kind of wondering <laughs> if the sisters were related at mm-hmm. all, or at least if the son and the mom are related, because had it was somebody, very, very good. Somebody had to have been. It yeah. did seem very real. I want to see more of this director, at least. Yeah, absolutely. So now we've gotten to the point in the show where we're going to ask Josh, Josh to contribute a movie to add to our list of the 500 greatest movies of all time, a new list we're compiling. We've been compiling with all of our guests. Do you have one? Have you been thinking about it? What have you decided to pick? I've been thinking. A um, lot. A lot. <clears throat> yeah. A great deal. A uh, fair deal. The, yeah. So I came up with... Give us your options and then tell us your pick. Okay. So I'll just boil it down to the two. Got okay. it. Uh, the first one that I was kind of my fallback on choice, I think I mentioned it to you a while back, or at least I asked you <laughs> okay. uh, if you'd seen this movie a while okay. back. Um, 30 Days of Night. Oh, yeah. It's an old vampire flick with <laughs> wow. Josh Hartnett. Wow, yeah. Um, it's okay. terrifying. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have never seen it It is extremely, extremely entertaining. Cool. Extremely entertaining. Cool. Um, who's the other guy that we were talking about just yesterday? Oh, damn. I just, He's in 310 uh, to Yuma. He's in... He plays Justin Thoreau's character in Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> What's that guy's name? Ben something? Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Foster. Ben Foster. Yeah. Australian he's Tribune. In, he's in he's it in as well. 30 Days yeah. of Night. Ben mm-hmm. Foster is an, an awesome. He's actor. awesome. He's incredible. He's so awesome. Don't it's, watch it's, him in Warcraft. It's, yeah. If you've seen Wanderlust. You might be able to do it if you haven't seen Wanderlust. No, you should. If you have not seen the movie Warcraft, but you've seen Jennifer Aniston and Paul Rudd in Wanderlust, you have to watch Warcraft because it made it way better. Ben Foster is just doing Justin Thoreau's character. I'm thinking of the uh, redheaded guy, though. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what redheaded guy? Um, Alan Tudyk. 
He had red hair in a in the Knight's Tale. I'm sure he did. No, what the guy what from else? Punisher? Uh, Which Punisher? We, uh, ooh, good. There's three, maybe four of them. Man, but the original the one where Punisher, the whole family right? Gets murdered on the beach on that vacation. That is the original. Um, uh, John Travolta. The Punisher. John Travolta Punisher, and that actor is. Wow, am I blanking on his the name? The ginger oh guy God. with all the piercings in the apartment. That's Ben Foster. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. same guy. Okay. Okay. Same guy. Okay, same guy. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Okay. Um, uh, I now have to think of that actor's name. Who's in, who was that Punisher? Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Mm, Thank yep. you. Thomas Jane. That's right. Thomas Thank you. John. Right. He's great. Yeah. He's really great. He is. He's in. Um, he was in that most recent Predator. Oh, really? I liked him in that. Yeah. The predator, yeah. uh, cool. So, so you were circling around thirty days of night, but because, because it's like one of my, it's I could watch that. I haven't actually watched it in a long time, but I could, I could watch that anytime. Cool. Um, it's just super good. Based off a comic book, I have um, not read that yet either. I did not know that. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. There was a, another movie that came out, a sequel, but it was garbage. Oh, that's too bad. That's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was thinking, and the only reason I was going to put that on there is because I love it so much, but I don't actually feel like it qualifies <laughs> to be on a top 500 movie uh, okay. list. Okay. Um, but the movie that I do and feel equally is connected to mm-hmm. is Grand Bud- uh, Budapest. <gasps> the Grand Budapest Hotel? Yes. Really? Yes. Is this I... our first Wes Anderson pick, or did someone yes. already pick Rushmore? No, I don't, okay. I think this might this, be the I think first. This is the first Wisconsin. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm gonna go through and just double check, but yeah, it absolutely is. Why do you feel why a connection to the Grand Budapest and Hotel? Why is it on this list? Well, uh, I initially loved Wes Anderson because of you know the way that he sh- you know all of his yeah Texas. I get all, it. Yes, yeah, I get sure. it. It's amazing. He's all Texas Texans boy. love him. Yeah. Um, is that a thing? Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's from Texas. I didn't know that, He's so I don't really have that bias. He went to UT with Owen Wilson. I don't mm-hmm. have that bias. Wow. All right. Well, now you do. Cool. Wow. Um, Whoa. But that movie in particular mm-hmm. is beautiful. First of all, it's, it's insanely his, yeah. beautiful. It is uh, his greatest technical achievement. It's his most Wes Anderson-y movie. Yeah. Up to that point. Yeah. I love the dialogue in it. It's so uh, much faster than all. Fucking other love movies. the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. It's super damn funny. But I guess all Wes Anderson movies are kind of witty in the same way. This one, yeah. I think, was more laugh out. Like Grand Budapest is more laugh out loud funny. It is, but and not, it is, not like jokes. Yeah. No, They're it's all situational. It's all yeah. character moments and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But that's yeah. the way all of it is. He doesn't yeah. ever write straight True. jokes. True. Mm-hmm. Except for in Life Aquatic, when mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum's like. Is this my espresso machine? How'd you get my espresso machine? <laughs> uh, you fucking stole it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah. yeah. so those joke. jokes are definitely not in yeah. Grand yeah. Budapest, but um, I don't know, man. I just fucking love that movie so much. You know what's great about that movie is uh, the performance of very young actor at the time, and he's still young, the main guy, Tony Revolori, mm-hmm. yeah. who plays the bellboy in Drawn the movie, his mustache. Yeah. yeah, with his with his mustache, uh, he was really good in the movie, and now he's in the Spider Man movies. He plays Flash Thompson. What's that? Oh yeah, she's so good in it too. Mm-hmm. I had a chance to meet uh, Tony Rivolori, and we did like a movie thing uh, in L A. For homecoming? And um, no, 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 oh, not okay. even for that. It was like a movie trivia thing for Screen oh, okay, Junkies. Cool. So he he was there, and 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 we hit it off because he's because he's super super nice, and he's like a movie nerd and all this other stuff. And he lo- and he's he really really cares about 
representation in movies, which is awesome. And, and so he's able to sort of bring that, uh, to his career and to his work. And, um, yeah, he's a super rad dude. And now anytime I see him, I root for him. I'm like, yes, I'm glad he's in this movie. I'm glad he's in that movie. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to go see it. I'm going to go support it or whatever. But it all started with, uh, that movie that he still, like he loves very much. And he is very, very like, um, grateful and thankful that that happened and he, mm-hmm. and he and he still sort of like you'll still see him post about it talk about it and stuff which he is was perfect great. in it man he, he really was. was that movie is perfect in mm-hmm. my opinion that's a great pick man yeah. it is awesome. great uh Not tell my us my favorite was anything movie to, but yeah my favorite is probably fantastic mr fox and your favorite is don't tell me Royal, Royal Tenenbaums, idiot. Royal Tenenbaums. Your, oh, uh, damn it, it's Life Aquatic. <laughs> Shit. A giant, giant Life Aquatic like, poster I know. framed over our fireplace. Yeah, I know. That's what it is. That's uh, what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody has a different favorite. Are we, is anyone allowed to choose Bottle Rocket as their favorite? Some, some I know people who yeah. have chosen Bottle Rocket. Are they allowed? Are they allowed to do that? They're wrong. They're insufferable they are, that's people. That's a good point. <laughs> they're Anybody insufferable. whose favorite is the Darjeeling Limited as well, I'll go ahead and say, <laughs> isn't insufferable, but it's yeah. like, well, try for, hard for, for a they're while. They're try hard because that movie is the most like, all right, buddy, you're meandering a little <laughs> mm-hmm. bit. That was my favorite until I saw Fantastic Mr. Fox. Darjeeling was? Darjeeling, because up to that point, to me, my observation was that was his most real of all of his movies. It was the least Wes Anderson-y. Does that make sense? It was the least it like a fantasy. Was. It It's the most, it's the closest to like a straight family in drama. In the real world. In the real world. It can be. The same way that Tim Burton's movie that does that is Big Fish. And that's my favorite Tim Burton movie. That's it's like, that's too. his realist movie. There's a couple of Tim Burton-y moments, but it's like the, the Big Fish is the one where he's like, I'm just doing like a straight, you know. Well, that's about the contrast between fantasy and reality. Exactly. So, so it works. He had but, to ground himself. But that's why I like Darjeeling. But then I saw Fantastic Mr. Fox and I went, oh no, this is my favorite. This is the best. I love Fantastic um, Mr. Fox so may- much. I'll listen to that score maybe, any amazing. day of the week. Maybe with a, it, it was between Darjeeling and Life Aquatic were like, neck and neck for me so those are sort of my top three floaters but royal tenenbaums is good i love royal tenenbaums but the grand budapest is his most wes well we all know my wes anderson theory and moonrise kingdoms no we don't my wes anderson theory is after fantastic mr fox Mm -hmm. he's made every movie as if it was an animated movie with like that level of meticulousness yes like uh, there's also just so much of Grand Budapest that is just stop motion anyway, mm-hmm. or not even stop motion, just like the models mm-hmm. of the hotel oh, little and everything mm-hmm. yeah. thing yeah. moving up. It's like an animated like, film. Yeah, absolutely. Train and, yeah. and the skiing mm-hmm. and like all that stuff. What's, what's his next movie going to be? Um, he's doing one. I think it's a, I think it's like France in World War II or something. Oh, that'll probably be whimsical and delightful. Be That'd be, that's what I love about Grand yeah. Budapest. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Those two things. It's going to be said. great, man. Josh, yeah. tell us something embarrassing about Keller. Tell me something good. Tell me that you love me. <laughs> I do love you. Okay. Oh. Um, man, embarrassing. Don't go too hard on this, please. <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't really truly think of anything I, embarrassing. They're maybe, all rushing to my mind right now. Maybe not. I'm are not they? Throw any <laughs> maybe not embarrassing, but tell us something about Keller so that we can understand Keller better. More. True. 
You have, uh, he used to be in choir. I think everybody knew that. <laughs> yeah, Guys, I was in choir that. way too much. I was the president of my choir. Uh, everybody really? voted for me as a no. joke. Really? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was one kid who really wanted it. <laughs> so, yeah, I was about to say, as a joke slash super serious. Yeah. Well, one kid really wanted it, yeah, so yeah. they voted for me instead. But also that person wasn't very likable. Uh, I'm calling bad. you out, kid in choir in high school <laughs> <laughs> 10 years ago. My high school reunions this year, and I'm Damn. not going. I didn't either, man. I didn't go either. I don't regret it. Wait, will you guys go with me if I go? Dude, oh. let's party. All right. We're going to go with Show a full-on up. entourage. Roll up. We're going to roll in like entourage in a Hummer limo. I'm turtle. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're obviously turtle. No, I mean, technically, I would be turtle because okay. I'm not doing shit. All right. You're turtle. Okay. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be Jeremy Piven. Okay. I'll be the new Aquaman. <laughs> and I'll be a piece of shit. You're the new Aquaman? Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, great. <laughs> nice. Keller, tell us something about Josh. Uh, like, like, tell us, tell us. Like, what makes him tick? What's Josh all about? Josh, um, man, Josh is a very genuine person. Yep. Josh doesn't really like taking shit. Yeah. And he really doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, huh? I'm not a cowboy. <laughs> no, you're not in a bad way, like, not taking shit. But you're yeah. like, you're like... Okay, I don't have time for this. I'm yeah. not going to deal with it. <laughs> like you're very like good vibes only, but not in a shitty asshole way. Cool. Like you're willing to deal with the hardship, but <laughs> cool. But you don't waste time. That's awesome. Very kind, honest, stubborn person. <laughs> I like weed. <laughs> Enjoys marijuana. Is a very good rock climber. Um, this was yeah. his first time being able to walk into a dispensary and go nuts <gasps> yeah. in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Like, yeah, he was happy about cool. welcome uh, the cool. beginning, middle, and end of that. That's great. I didn't like the taxation, but here we are. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I appreciate it. There was representation, at least. Yes, there was. <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh, you've got a great beard. Ah, a you. damn great head of hair. Mm. Thank you so much for, first of all, visiting us and visiting your bro and going to Disneyland and going to Joshua Tree and you rock have to climbing. Thank you for all those things. Those are and all, thank I'm you for doing for those things. things. Thank you for watching the movie 10 with us. Yes. Yeah. We had a good time. I, d- I had a I great enjoyed time. That we movie. got to talk about stuff. Thank Early you for, also for contributing a great film. Thanks. That's awesome, too. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. really great. So, guys, next week we're watching the movie High Fidelity. And our guest is going to be Mr. John Ronyotis, another returning guest. What I'm doing right now is I'm looking up where you can find the film High Fidelity on my app, Just Watch. I've got so it on vinyl. Can... <laughs> a couple Not copies. Surprised. A couple copies on vinyl. You've got yeah. it on vinyl? No. It's High about vinyl, right? Fidel. Nate Cornby's in Northland. And blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's about a, it's a memoir about Chicago. All right, guys. High Fidelity is rentable on Amazon for three bucks, according to this thing. Okay? And so we are both go. on record saying we do not care for John Cusack. <laughs> and this is our, his first appearance on our podcast. My favorite John Cusack movie? Anastasia. My favorite John Cusack movie? I don't got one. I don't got one. <laughs> I don't think I do. Probably either. Anastasia, but also cool. that doesn't hold up super well. Yeah. It I doesn't. I only like the... <laughs> Once Rasputin's upon terrifying. a December. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rasputin's really good. Uh, Josh, you're the best in the biz, man. Yeah, yeah. This was an absolute pleasure. In the entire twice. biz. Twice. And it was an honor to be able to hang out with you guys. Hey, thanks. And your other brother this weekend. It yeah, was, our it brother was Jake was here too. Really yeah, cool to was. be. He is. He, he is here. Occasionally in, the room. in between Jake, you guys. Jake, shut up. So that was great. So now <laughs> it's time to go to bed. Have a great time sleeping on our couch mm. thing over there. It's my favorite one. Okay. And, we got a good couch. Uh, we'll see you guys next week with High Fidelity. Go watch it. Go rent it or whatever. You don't have to. Bye. Thank, you, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you then. Mm. Bye. Mm. Fuck you, John mm. Cusack. Bye. Mm.
Take me to grandma's house. 